Zoo and Me, episode 56. Oh, Hello. you checked? Yeah. That's good. You were no, ready I just this time. That, like, two days ago, I, I uploaded episode 55. Gotcha. So, like, I remember yeah. that. Yeah. Fresh. Don't throw grass at me. I'll throw grass at you. Do not grass me. Oh. Do it more. No. Yeah, exactly. Don't give X ideas. Um, yeah, whenever I'm sitting on grass, I want to play with the grass. Yeah, uh... Uh, elementary school PE when you're sitting on the grass and all you do is pick grass and put it on the person next to you. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what we're doing. Yeah, getting grassed. So yeah, your friends is like basically almost over. I don't even know what day it is. It's yeah. the second day of the column. Yeah, it's, it's Tuesday, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I thought it was Wednesday like the whole day. It's, yeah, I mean, we're it's the 5th. We still have two days of the column to go. Yeah, we still have the 6th and the 7th. <clears throat> I guess the 8th is like kind of half a day we, we can slow meet up oh no you have to leave early right yeah my flight's at like nine great so ah. i don't really have a choice there milkless country yeah it's like yeah. i get home and then sundays to get my life back together and then i I'll work be on sad. monday i'll be lonely yeah, i'll be very sad very alone i'll also be sad and alone yeah but... it turns out that germans don't actually believe in things like friendship or Drinking a healthy amount of water, so Real. I think the loneliness comes from dehydration-induced psychosis. Yeah. What? You're so what thirsty, all the time. All the time. How am I like, thirsty all of the time? Because you don't have water with you. You must be thirsty. <laughs> Germans just straight up don't I'm have fine. public water. It feels like. I'm fine. Like sure, I could have a little bit of water, but like I'm not dying to drink water. Yeah. Would you I buy just... that a beer? I'd hate beer. Because it's stinky. It's yeah. cheaper than water, and I hate that. Yeah, it is it, not cheaper than water. It is so cheaper than water. You can get Saskia water for like 30 cents at Lidl. Like, it's cheap. I don't know what you're talking about. That is such a defensive t- That is such a defensive tone. <laughs> she knows exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, she she does. You know exactly <laughs> no, what like I mean. No, like, it's actually more expensive. <laughs> it's more... Water is cheaper. You don't just get water at home. Yeah, okay, buddy. I've been walking around dehydrated for like three to four days, and there's no public fountains that I've noticed. I, I keep trying to. You can drink there. I'm not drinking out of the river. I mean the guns, the water guns. The Don't drink out of drink the water out guns. Out of the high pressure water guns. <laughs> yeah, you'll be fine. And perforate my. L- you will be hydrated. Yeah. And then I'll die. And but then I will be hydrated. Yeah. You'll be fine. I will be hydrated. You'll be very yeah. full of water. I- <laughs> Shows pot belly. This bitch full of water. <laughs> you saw the inflation first sooner? Uh it'll be like that. I took I took 2D12 psychic damage when I, I literally stumbled over the bad. speed bump in the lobby. But I do know what you mean. It's I mean I, I heart skipped a beat so you stumbled. Well like I have nothing against it, but at the same time it's such an unusual sight. I was like oh, oh. <laughs> I've seen this fell. on the internet, but wait, these are real people? Like yeah. they can they're around me now. They they can hurt me if they want to. Holy fuck. Yeah, so at the uh, E621 game show, how many people raised their hand at war? Oh, 72. 72. And I know, I know, much. because Milk was, Milk and I were, we kept raising the, the bet numbers on it. <laughs> I ended up 10 off, she ended up 2 off, and she immediately told me to go fuck myself. <laughs> this is great. 
But yeah, why were there won. so many? Everyone it's likes like four. almost all of them. Why is it like the people that would go to a thing called E61 Game Show are also more likely to like war? Yeah, like that? Um, I guess because E621 is the just about the only place they can find their Vorfix easily. Yeah. Um, whereas normal people, <laughs> well, I think I think for that they'd have to go to Ao3. Ao, there's not very much for like written for Vorfix. Yeah, I'm making a, a pun. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha, so you gotcha. got it. Stop you throwing it. grass at me. Ao3 is also not a visual thing. Like yeah, and, and as we were discussing, um, basically everyone in that room was a uh, fucking AMAB, right? Oh, yeah. There was like four other AFABs in the room. Yeah, real. Maybe. Uh, it, it was legitimately surprising. I, I was thinking there's going to be more uh, gender or sex equality like representation like in person compared to online. No. No. No, yeah, it's, I'm, I'm it also is exactly shocked. the same. I, I think it's... Like in the first suitor people, it's better. It's more women. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. With for first sure. suitors, yeah, absolutely. Like, the representation in first suitors and the artists, particularly, way better. Yeah. yeah, but like the people just go there for porn, I guess. Yeah, and uh, and AMAPs particularly AMAPs. are a lot more visual, with their enjoyment of things. Uh, so I would expect people who go on E six two one a lot to be more AMAB, you know? Which is honestly such a loser thing, like, will you stop throwing grass at people? What is- <laughs> Oh no. Really? <laughs> Mad with power. <laughs> anyway, in my personal opinion, erotica is just so much higher class, so much more effective, and just overall so much better than most, like, I guess, visual porn. Yeah. I mean, I'm a really big fan of audio. That's just a me thing. Yeah, that's a you thing. Yeah, love love audio. I, I can't I can't say I've, I've ever indulged in that myself. What 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 would that even? I've yeah. I've got some yaoi if you want. <laughs> yeah, yes, we can, yes we can oh, yeah, go somewhere and you can you can force me to listen to your yaoi. I yaois. fucking love yeah. ASMR. It's great. Yeah, sometimes it's ASMR. Um, it's like a whole. A whole subsect of weeb stuff. Y'all bitches are getting wet from ASMR? No, no, I'm kidding. I actually don't like... I mean, I, I think ASMR's fine. Oh, so this is where like she the, defends uh, herself. Uh, I like dog ASMR. It's like a dog just eating bacon off a table. And you just hear the dog eating. I like dog eating sounds. You, you Not see... sexually. Sure. You see we how quickly you. she uh, starts to roll it back? Well, not ASMR like that. And yeah, I like dog it. I hate it when I'm saying something, like, ironically. And people actually think... I mean it seriously. You, you don't have the tone in your voice that really conveys it that well. Yeah, that's. Why. I think that's also. It just adds to the funniness. It's for it's, me. It's because it's not your native language. I feel. No, it just adds to the funniness. You're a very funny-looking person. Yeah. I'm sure it's for comedy. What is? I don't know. I wanted to. I have like a tiny, tiny point. Uh, one of the most embarrassing like moments, like fairly recently, was I was watching TikTok, and there was. There was like a meme going around where people would start like like panting really hard like a dog. And one time that turned me on and I was like, holy shit. <laughs> I'm Wait, too far pan- gone. Panting like just like going like <laughs> Yeah, like that. Yeah, like that. Like like into the phone and I was like, oh fuck. And I that mean, turned you on? I mean it is kinda hot. Like <laughs> what is blood waffling about? What are you it saying? Was, I, I so I'm I'm gonna go run a marathon. I'm gonna I'm just gonna like bend over my nipples 
pouring blood because it's my first marathon. And you hear, you hear that person just start gasping for air and you're like, like human gasping Damn. sounds different yeah like specifically dog yeah dog breathing. pants so, yeah. so dog pants and people trying to sound like dogs i love it when pants they... have dog patterns you know, dog <laughs> dog pants. i'm trying to understand just what it was that you just said because it, it was it was like someone doing a spot-on impression of a dog panting hard and it just got me. Like a chihuahua? A German shepherd? Like a dog. Like a dog. Like a big dog. Yeah, obviously. generic big dog. Close your eyes, imagine a dog, that dog. Is yeah. that a command? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, close your eyes. Everyone at home, close your eyes, imagine a dog. It was that dog. Oh, that's a sexy dog. That is See? a sexy dog. You Holy get it. Shit. You yeah. get it. I, 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 get, I get it completely now, yeah, actually. Yeah, you get it. You You're like it. so turned on right now. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm joking. Jesus. I'll throw you off that antenna tower. Hey, that's a TV tower still. I mean, it is so like Europe to be so far in the past that they still watch TV. It isn't being used anymore. It was for analog TV. They shut it off like 10 years ago. Old people watch TV. Oh, Young yeah. people don't. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's the same everywhere. Yeah. Though I, f I feel like as soon as you hit like 25 in Germany, you go from being, you look like an athletic twink to instantly you get deep lines and creases in your face your skin be nice like i'm not sure i've seen like a 30 year old german person yet. right it's like it's like a british have you seen like the british meme of like uh it's like a little wojak type drawing it's like a guy with a north fc shirt he's like uh it's always some shit like man did something t like threw a pigeon because it it stole his chip it's like some drawing like well, you shouldn't have pinched me, Chip. It's like that older, like, 45-year-old generic Brit, that is what I imagine all Europeans look like as soon as they hit 25. Yeah, like, I, don't, I, I, have, I have a lot of trouble judging people's ages here, I think. Yeah, yeah like... I think people just also look younger. I mean, whenever... whenever uh, here? I mean, yeah. I think today was the first time I saw like teenage boys, and I could tell. But, yeah, like, they they had they had the fucking weird ass zoomer haircut, shaved yeah. on the side with the weird like frizz on top. Yeah. Oh, I hate that haircut. <laughs> it does it does not look good. It looks like, it looks so fucking. I mean, bad. youth culture is like globalized anyway. Like, just is it through TikTok? And yeah. Stuff like that. Oh man. It's the same everywhere. I would say TikTok is a mistake, but honestly, I use it too much. I, I fell once upon a time, and I downloaded it because. There was like three accounts that posted cute dog videos, yeah. and I followed only those three accounts, and so I, I am no longer pure. I can no longer hold myself above the masses. It's a good platform. It has good stuff. It uh, okay, does buddy. have good stuff. Um, they there there is a lot of good anime edits on there that I enjoy, and I send to my friends, and they enjoy it too. It's just like your yaoi's. One of the viral <laughs> sounds is a clip from what is it, Moriarty yeah. Patriot. Yeah, uh, catch me if you can. Surely, yum. Surely, yum. In the comments of every single one of those, it's people going, "Oh, I thought he was saying catch me if you can, Mister Horse." And it's like, <laughs> <laughs> just ruined that. Horse. Because <laughs> he's Japanese, he's saying the word Holmes. There's a lot of sounds he can't make. Is that you know? the horse from Horse and Around? Is that, Is the, that horse the horse from, from Berserk? I'm not sure. They I both know. just looked at me blankly. Yeah. Clearly, <laughs> you say that you like anime, but you have never seen Berserk. I cannot watch Berserk. 
I only watch read good it? anime. The, like, no, I don't think so. I can't read it because it's not finished yet, and since the fucking author and artist uh, Kentaro Miura, since he died, I feel like it is now never going to be finished, and that tears me apart. I mean, it can never be finished satisfyingly, I imagine. I, just watch good things, like Evangelion. I watched Evangelion when I was a kid. That's bad. I'm sorry. It explains why I am the way I am. Yeah, I think that for sure. Evangelion not for little kids. No. No, it, it, def- it nah. definitely made me wake up a few nights with like, oh yeah, these uh, robot also. Uh, wait, I don't want to say spoilers. Never mind. For Evangelion. Yeah. It's like thirty years old. You know how old Evangelion. Yeah, but is? you're also wanting to continue watching it, and I know the entire plot. I already line. watched all of it. Yeah. Four times. Have you watched the movies? Yeah, I love the movies. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah. We, we should finish all the movies. A month ago or something a month ago that, okay yeah that's so recent that, yeah that, that makes sense that makes sense yeah. yeah oh my god you with the grass <laughs> Listen, it's fun it's fun it's fun to cover me in grass yeah and then you get up and it'll be all grass it's funny <laughs> trust me trust me on this yeah. if you're wanting to bother her there's more effective ways there's so many people walking over for example you can just do this no no! Yeah. No! Yeah. No! Hey, don't touch the microphone. I'm not touching no the microphone. No one's touching oh, the it's peaking. microphone. You're being so loud. Oh. Don't lean in like that. Well, maybe you should learn audio editing. I oh, know how yeah. to. I just don't want to. Especially on this <laughs> shitty little laptop. The you and me. The, the best podcast host of all time never does her own editing. Yeah. In fact, neither does the other host. Actually, wait. They just never edit. That's what, that's what that's other people are for. Yeah, and we don't have any other people, so. Have, have you maybe considered, like, getting someone who's... You know, never mind. You probably haven't, you just haven't done it. Do you think I actually want to hire someone? Who said pay anything them, about hiring? Them, You're... Pay them moolah, money. You're a celebrity. People will do things for free. Yeah, but I don't want that. That's fair. I don't want, like, the organization. Like, sometimes we record on Monday and we need to get it, like, uploaded in, like, three minutes. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, trying trying to organize any fucking zoo this whole time at the con has been basically yeah. impossible. Yeah, like we're all dogs, but it is herding cats. Like, I am the only person yeah. who's like going out of my way, like punching people in the mouth in DMs, like, "Hey, what are you doing from this time period? Hey, do you want to do this? Hey, can you still make this?" And somehow, it is always like everything's good. And then the time comes, and they're not there. 30 minutes later, oh, hey, yeah, sorry, we got caught. Having fun is not an excuse <laughs> for a lack of punctuality. Also, I- um, about the organization thing, like, that's why Zoot is a monthly podcast, not weekly. Because they're not going to get organized all of that in a week. Yeah. It's crazy. And there are a lot of people involved with that one. Exactly. And even, like, having one person more means we have to, like, record two days earlier. Yeah. Just to like have them have time and like ugh. Yeah. Schedule's hard and zoos are bad at it. <laughs> I mean have you for example, have you ever tried to play D and D? Yes. Tried. Um, yes. Tried. tried is the key word. Uh, yeah, um That's why Baldur's Gate three is good. Yeah, well, D and D, and you don't I have to love, rely on anyone. I exactly. love Baldur's Gate three, especially because I can play Dark Urge and just like be literally if, if you want to know what I'm like on the inside, just play Dark Urge. The Dark Urge dialogue, that is literally just me. I have, that is I have me a character for real, that looks just like Dark Urge, but it's actually very nice. Huh? I have a character that looks like Dark Urge, but it's 
actually very, very nice. And That's lame. That. Dark Urge is cool. But nice. I like being nice to people in video games. Yeah. I, I like it, like, at the start, spoiler alert for uh, the beginning of Baldur's Gate 3, um, if you play as Dark Urge and the wizard companion Gale, he's, like, you know, asking for help to come out of the portal, and he's holding his hand out. No. 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 One what? of the options is to, as Dark Urge, to just, like, bend down and fantasize about hacking off the hand and the screen goes red and then it cuts back to like reality and Dark Urge is like, oh I just did that and then they smile it's like, yeah you literally just like, can you give me a hand? no, but I can sure as hell take one <laughs> yeah, that's, that's where I thought that was going worst character, I don't like Gale I, I have never I have never had him in my party because I immediately cut off his hand and laugh my head off about it. You're crazy. I'm oh, not crazy. Like even if he's like bad, like be just nice. Be, well, be nice, yeah. okay. So there, further on in uh, the druid camp, uh, there's a tiefling who has like I think your legs are broken or like paralyzed or something. But there's a dialogue option where it's like. Hmm, well, we're in this locked house together, and I came in through the back where there's like a hole in the roof, and you're injured, so how about I just make it to where you can't move your legs ever again? And then I guess it's not shown on screen, but I guess you like stomp on her legs or something, and she straight up fucking dies. What it's the so. Fuck is, why would you play that? It's diabolical, and I love That's it. That's evil. I oh. could never. Yeah, I could never do that. See, I'm normally the type that's like, I have to be nice in video games, but Baldur's Gate 3 Dark Urge is just like... Like, the I... tiefling are a minority. They discriminated minority. Are you seasoning me? <laughs> I feel like you're just putting herbs on me putting now. Putting you in a soup later. <laughs> Souped. I don't want to be herbed. Souped. Salty. <laughs> yeah, can confirm salty. Yeah. I'm sorry. Very sweaty huh? right now. Do don't, you... don't lick me. What do you Ooh. mean salty? I, I, I didn't lick you. You can't taste me. I can imagine what you taste like. I wish you wouldn't. Stop imagining it. Salty. You're imagining way too hard. <laughs> Go back to imagining the dog. <laughs> That's a good dog. <laughs> yeah, good dog. I am a good dog. Thank you. I'm not imagining you. What? I'm not imagining you. Oh, I didn't even hear what you said. I just heard good dog and I was like, yeah, that's me. You're just tearing up clumps <laughs> and putting them on me. This is property damage. Okay. It's a park. It's public property. It's my property to damage. And also, it's property. Well, it's not your property. It's property of Germany, and I feel like that makes it like a moral obligation to destroy it. <laughs> Why? Because what do we do. Well, a, a German is currently seasoning me. Therefore, Germany has never done anything. A German wrong. hag at that. <laughs> Yeah. Are you a, are you a hag of the woods? Yeah, Hansel and Gretel. I am. I Gretel. so want to give you an Indian burn. What? Why are you looking at my arm and fantasizing about giving me an Indian burn? What well, because mean? she's seasoning your other you arm. You don't know what an Indian rug burn is? Here, I'll show you. No, <laughs> with my Careful arm. with the seasoning. Do, You're do dropping it. it. Do it to her. <laughs> no, don't do it to me. An Indian burn is where. You, uh, it's like a common thing among American children. Mind it, don't do it. I'm not going to do it, but like, so. Oh, that. You grab someone's forearm and, uh, you clinch their, their forearm. Right into the microphone. Oh, and you clinch, 
uh, yeah. their forearm and your fists, and yeah, you I like know that. you pull one fist towards you and you push the other away, yeah. and it rubs the skin raw really quickly. It's causing like a I forgot what it's called, but we also have a name for that. Something about ants. It's probably or less offensive than ours. What? Probably. Indian rug burn. It was so weird to me when I found I've out that... I've never even thought um, of... I haven't even, like, said that term for, like, 17 years. Yeah. Like, you just made me realize, like, yeah, actually, wait, that sounds really fucking bad. Yeah. When I was young, it was so weird to me that, um, like, having costumes of Native Americans is bad. Because it's, like, totally a normal thing here. And still is. What? Yeah. That's horrible. Yeah. Other countries have different, uh different definitions for racism that's what i was that's what i grew up with man i mean i don't think that native americans have a big presence in germany well i mean i don't think they have a big presence not yet we will rise again (laughs) in germany in germany yeah in germany (laughs) okay (laughs) i mean sometimes sometimes you gotta take what you why why are you i found a poopy right there there's a poopy here that's a dog poop just making sure Making sure. Oh. Is it or is it sausage? Why are you investigating? I don't think it's a poop. Aki scat fetish confirmed? No. I just want to make sure I didn't sit in it. You know? Okay. No. Fool doesn't want to sit in poopy. <laughs> what? <laughs> Poops on my bed for you. <laughs> no, okay, Amber. <laughs> oh my god, the fucking Amber Heard and Johnny Depp trial still makes me so upset. Why? Why do you think about that? Pooping uh, in beds? No, because of the, uh, yeah, because of the internet, how it was treated. What do you mean? There's, like, a lot of different ways it was treated, so you'll have to, like, say one in particular. You know, where the whole internet was, like, for one side and demonize the other side, even though they're both shitty people. I think my personal opinion is that no matter what, domestic abuse is bad. Exactly. And they both did it, but still, everyone was for Johnny Depp. Yeah, that, that, said, that's because the abuse on that side was viewed a little bit more extreme because he had his finger cut off and everything. Also because he's Johnny Depp. What? I, I don't think anyone came to Johnny Depp's defense because he's Johnny Depp. I, oh, I'm pretty sure. I mean, I'm, I'm sure what, that what, happened. what is Johnny Depp even in? Pirates of the Caribbean. That was like 20 years ago. Yeah, no. There's like a million of them. Is there? Yeah. Yeah, How? five of them. Wait, yeah, no. I was going to say five. Five? What? Yeah, there's five Pirates People love of the Caribbean. Them. I thought there were two. Hold on, let me let me look this up. And, like, people went actually to the trial to stand in front of it, like, in front of the building, and wave hi to Johnny Depp. How do you make five Pirates of the Caribbean? Oh, like, the first three are fine, fourth one is okay, fifth one is shitty. I mean, also, wasn't he super... I wouldn't imagine he'd be super old-looking by the time the fifth one came out. Like, how He would... was. Makeup. 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 Got that Disney money. Yeah. That was CGI. Alright, pers- All right. personal opinion, then. Don't defend Johnny Depp because he's Johnny Depp. You know, just acknowledge that domestic abuse is bad, no matter who it comes from or their status in life. I, I feel like that is a very common sense take, and one that we should agree to. God, I was so many people talking about, oh, this is a prime example for men's rights. <laughs> yeah. I feel, I feel it's a prime example for people should be treated equally regardless of sex. Yeah. Like, it, if, a, if a woman does something bad, like, that's actually a thing with a lot of U.S. courts, especially, like, uh, smaller courts, is that they do genuinely tend to be a lot looser with women on, uh, like, punishment and crimes. Yeah, and also... Uh, um, maternity, or not maternity, but, like, parental court. Yeah, I was about to mention that, yeah. Yeah, like, uh, I... Alright, I can use a fairly close example because it's not going to dox me, so... Doxes you. Thanks. You're welcome. Um, 
whenever I was a kid, um, a, f a friend of mine, their family got divorced, and their mother, like, basically openly did drugs, um, was, in general, just a very nasty person, and their father was... I won't say the absolute best, but, like, very clearly in a much better place to care for a child. Mm -hmm. uh, but for, for some reason, it was it was ruled, like, you know, the, ch the kid needs their mother. And that's sort of the thing that I think a lot of people would overreact to that case about. Because previous cases they've probably themselves been through would show a lot of bias towards women. But I would feel like in higher courts, like... Sort of like for what a high-profile case like that would go through, I feel like it would be a lot more equal. Because, especially with the notoriety the case gained, I feel like if there was, like, outright bias of, like, well, Amber Heard is a woman, so, you know, oh, she couldn't hurt you. I know that's a big one with uh, men who are abused by women. Is yeah. like, oh, come on, she's so much smaller than you. Well, yeah, I mean, the dude got his finger cut off. And, uh... I don't even remember any of the cases, any of the cases, like, major details besides, like, the extreme stuff, like, the bed shitting, the, the finger what, being cut off. I don't and, know anything about the case, but I guess that's where the connection is. Yeah, and basically, he himself was also abusive, like, uh... He was, like, high all of the time. High all the time. Was uh, he, they no, were just in a very, is. very bad relationship, to be yeah. honest. And, like, I just they recently would, watched that documentary about it. Uh, uh, Jeb, uh, yeah, Depp v. Heard. The, the Netflix one? Yeah. I hear that one is kind of bullshitty. No. Because they, like, they took a bunch of influencers' clips from, like, YouTube and whatnot, and then, uh, like, claimed them to take them down off of YouTube? No, not that I know. Right off. But most of the YouTube clips... I are... can't confirm that, but that is what I've heard. There was especially one so guy with a Deadpool up. mask talking about men rights, men's rights the entire time. Oh, my God. And how women always win because women have more rights or something. No, it's Stupid. not an... Oh, my God. People... Like, people really tend to exaggerate something into a much bigger problem than it is. Like, don't get me wrong. There is a genuine problem with U.S. courts in very many ways. But whenever you take it to that level of extreme, you're only discrediting what genuine merit there is. It's like, just stick to what's proven. You know, what has precedent for, like, yeah, this is fucked up. This shouldn't be happening. I just wish it hadn't been televised. It was only televised because Depp wanted it to be yeah i mean whenever you're dealing with manipulative people which amber definitely came off as making it public is just about the only thing you can do because whenever there's a lot of people looking at it it's a lot harder to you'll you would you would know if you've been with people like that uh, i've been around people like that and yeah, whenever whenever stuff like that happens, you just you want to be around others because otherwise, it feels like you're fucking crazy. And I, I don't know how to describe it, but they turn it I into do. a TV spectacle, and that's a bad thing. I mean, yeah, but they're actors. Whoa, what's that? Is that a squirrel over there? Okay, it walked into the grass. Whoa, my feet are so asleep. Yeah, I'm so happy for you. <laughs> I, what have we been talking about, Johnny? Uh, we're about to. And the first half of the episode. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. The first half? Yeah, it's almost 30 minutes. Oh, wow. Wow. Amazing, amazing. Yeah. Um, I hope you enjoyed the first half. 
I mean, for me, for me, uh, my message here is just one of moderation, basically. I think. Yeah, like, let's, let's moderate huh? our Nothing. servers more. What did you say? Did you just call me misogynist? No, <laughs> I called you a centrist. A centrist? That's worse. I, I'm I'm very much a moderate in uh, a lot of ways. I think that's a rat. I think that was a rat. I, yeah, I think that's a rat. I've never seen a. Okay, that's the second time I've seen a rat. I'm a moderate Toggle in a lot mind. of ways, <laughs> except for whenever you get me talking about uh, a certain economic system, uh, and then I get very. You don't like. Communism? Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> that's the issue. Alright. Well, thank you for listening. Uh, smell you later or something. Bye. Bye. Fuck you. Uh, excuse, Be nice. Take that back. No. This is a Christian recording. <laughs> okay, you don't have get, to edit it out. Yeah. Bye. Get, get to editing. Hi. It's me, Akito. Uh, it's now, it's the 19th. Um, I'm sorry. This was meant to release, like, right after your friends, but hey, um, uh, I didn't feel like it. Hey, you know, you know how it is. So yeah, we actually wanted to record, like, in person, something together, but we were, like, all busy, you know, we are all doing other stuff. And then when, um, Tara was staying for a week with me, you know, we were busy doing fun things. Not that the podcast we're recording, like, isn't fun, but it's something you can do anywhere. And, like, we wanted to do, you know, German things. Anyway, um, I haven't listened to the second part yet, personally. I'll listen to it later. Um, but we needed, you know, another half to finish this episode. So I just told Brass to, like, look for someone. And, you know, Brass did find someone as you'll hear in a little bit. Yeah. Like, I totally would have joined the recording, but I was, like, also, like, so not in the mood. Anyway, uh, have fun. Hope you enjoy the rest of this episode. I think it's probably gonna be good. Brass told me good things. Have fun. Bye. Hello, and welcome to part two of EF part two. I wasn't there for the first part, and now I'm here for the second. So I wasn't there for the first part, and now I'm here for the second. So we're, we're all we're all great there. Indeed, joining us today is the lovely Spade Slick. Hello. Yeah, we're going to be bringing you some. Uh, I, I guess well, we're we're not at EF anymore. See, it's it's been like a week since it's ended. But, so, but, you know, we can it is now... retreating into the, the mists of memory, settling like a leaf upon a pond. Yeah, let's go with that. <laughs> Sorry, bit of a writer. Honestly, if you can make the entire podcast this poetic, it would be wonderful. I shall but... certainly endeavor to. No, no, no! Don't, don't, don't start uh, trying to uh, appeal to that side of me because it, it, I will start doing it, and you will regret it within a good twenty seconds. Hark for the fancy speech is <laughs> upon us. So, uh, overall, what were your impressions of your appearance then? Um, there were a lot of blue dogs. <laughs> <laughs> like the first day we were there 
or Aki, Milk, and I were just counting how many blue dogs we saw. If I remember correctly, we got to like 15, I think. And that was before the first suit just came out. Oh yeah, that was that was just during registration. <laughs> blue is a very common color for personas, isn't it? Um, yeah. Although brass isn't for some reason. I don't understand why. It's such a good color. Hmm. No, I'm a nice metallic brass. <laughs> you get plenty of golds and golden browns. Nice russets. Well, that ain't the same. Uh, you, this was your first convention, wasn't it? It was. Uh, so, what were your expectations going in? And sort of, yeah, it, what, what, first of all, what were your expectations? Yeah, it it was basically kind of what I expected. Although I did I did uh, think I'd be getting a lot more people just randomly asking me for hugs, <laughs> which thankfully did not happen. <laughs> I I recall when I hugged you once. Uh, I I hugged and kissed someone uh, first, and then I went towards you, and you said something along something along the lines of, uh, "If you kiss me, I'm going to punch you." Yeah, yeah, basically. I think I said slap you, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. I I'm not I'm not huge on physical intimacy in this <laughs> way. But, but it, it it stayed within your levels, though. Yeah, yeah. Delightful. I I remember her one time at a room party that Taro was hosting. Hey, one of the other people there just kind of went in for a hug without warning me, and I was just like, oh, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> we are an affectionate bunch, uh, and unfortunately, that doesn't always uh, <laughs> work out well. Yeah. I, if I'm given proper warning, I am fine with with being hugged, but it's just like, <laughs> okay, this is, this is too sudden. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> I'm my my personal space is being impeded on. <laughs> but uh, yeah, o- overall it was basically what I expected. It, but yeah, a lot less random hugging, which I am thankful for. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so what um what uh really stood out to you about the convention then? Ooh, that's a good question. <laughs> I have to think on that. So, because, like, with the fact it lined up with with my expectations pretty well, mm-hmm. st- things st- didn't stand out too much to me. Uh, well, when I... Let, let's take this a different direction, then. Uh, when I asked you, like, uh, what were some of the highlights... I imagine immediately there are some images flashing to mind. So without oh, thinking yes. too much, what, what were those all those highlights? Immediate best part of the entire convention was the Furry Tales Theater. I fucking loved it. <laughs> uh, so uh, it's, um, the Furry Tales Theater was something new at Eurofence. Um, really? As of last year, I believe. Uh, it's a stage play done entirely in fursuit. Um Comedy and drama. Uh, it was beautiful. It uh, was really well done. Some fantastic dancing and choreography. Some lovely acting. 
uh, it was a uh, wonderful uh, experience, and the 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 actors were uh, they, they they carried it off very well. Yeah, can I just quote my favorite part, my favorite line of the entire thing? Quick, go for it. Ah, a demon. Ah, a furry. <laughs> Uh, there was um, so, so part of the the show um, was this character Timmy, a a boy who suffers from a severe lack of magical talent in a school for uh, teaching magic. Um, in order to show off his skills to prove something of himself, he tries to summon the demon. Uh, the something goes a little bit wrong, as you can imagine. And the demon ends up only being summoned in his head. Uh, and so a lot of the interplay in the show, some of the most fun interplay, is between uh, Timmy and the demon Horniferous, or Horny for short. <laughs> uh, I, I uh, rather enjoyed that. There are, for, for multiple reasons, there are a lot of other kids, no, that's not a word, um, uh, plural people I know uh, to whom the description of uh, an introverted person with an a sexy outgoing demon that lives in their head I there are a surprising number of people that, that applies to in my life <laughs> so uh, yeah that, that was definitely a storyline where it had a bit of a special um, uh, a special thing to me yeah, that that is now that you mentioned it. Yeah, that does kind of make make sense that it would line up with with systems and people who are plural. <laughs> uh, it's, and yeah, I'm I'm surprised I didn't I didn't think of that because I've got a few friends who are so <laughs> so it's, so yeah, I, I'm I'm surprised I didn't think of that connection. But now that you mentioned it, it does kind of make sense. <laughs> So, uh, what other highlights of uh, your films uh, came up for you? Ooh, all right. Probably the net the next two favorite things I had were both game shows, the E six two one game show and the uh, uh, fuck what, furry feud, which is just family feud but furry. <laughs> oh yeah. Um. So, uh, what were those about? So you know, E six one, okay, E six two one game show basically just like what is which one of these two tags is more popular or what is the what what is uh, the what is the oldest thing I remember that was that was the what question what is the oldest or what year is the oldest piece of art on E six from? Yes, uh, I was after that one too. Uh, the answer for those of you who are interested, I believe, was the seventh century. Seventh, Damn, eight? you remember that? Um, what I do remember was that it was a statue from uh, yeah. some some temple of two guys fucking a donkey. Uh, yeah. So a little link to what this podcast is about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that that was a, that was a good game show. Uh, oh, Taro kept urging me to go up and play, but I didn't particularly feel like being on recording as brass, so you know. 
Yes. So uh, that that game show was at least uh, hang on, I think there were like four rounds or something. Um, so yes, that would be uh, two one eighth zoo at the very least. <laughs> Amazing. But uh, what about the? Uh, so, 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 so go on. Yeah, I was I was actually about to start talking about the furry feud. <laughs> Uh, before we do, I'd like to pause just right now. Um, is it okay if you stop the recording and oh, check yeah. to make sure this is working? Because like yeah, I'm still moment. not seeing anything on my end, and I just want to make sure that it is actually being saved, you know? Yeah, one moment. Okay, we are back. Just needed to check something, and it is fine. So, uh, the uh, furry feud game. That one works basically how Family Feud does. You You know how Family Feud works? Uh, yes, you are asked a question along the lines of um, something that you would find in a grocery store and you have to answer. And I believe if you get the most popular answer, you win. Is that right? Uh, yes, you get more points the more popular the answer is. <laughs> but uh, the, what probably the question and answer that stood out to me most uh, the question was, foxes are blank. And, you know, <laughs> the answer was filling in that. Hey, put that down. Sorry, my dogs are with me, and one of them just stole a sock. Aw, they are dogs, and they like socks. That is not for you. Okay. <laughs> the The question was, foxes are blank. And the, the top answer, if I remember correctly, was bottoms. <laughs> However, that's not my favorite answer. Would you like to take a guess at what my favorite answer was? Uh, I imagine amongst the answers, there would be tops, uh, doms, and subs. Um, I, don't think, I don't think there was anything about foxes being tops in it. Oh, I, I know a couple of people who would quite militantly... Um, Disagree, defend, yeah. yeah <laughs> um, I think... Ooh, what would you enjoy? Something on the lines of, uh, I don't know, but I'm going to say it's a wordy answer. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Shall I just tell you? Yeah, go for it. All right. My favorite answer was foxes are holes. <laughs> <laughs> they have been reduced to simply being a hole. And I found that entertaining. That, that was the, that that was a popular answer. Topographically, boxes are donuts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, the the game show. Unfortunately, I didn't make it to the uh, Family Feud one. Uh, but yeah, that's going to be going on next year. I I definitely want to check it out again. Yeah. Also, there were uh, the, some of the other questions I remember are like the the uh, fursuit color most likely to be amorous. Ooh. Okay. Um. Oh, uh, I would. I would hesitate. I guess that the actual answer would be something like black, but in. Answers given, I would assume people would say green. 
actually green wasn't even fucking on there. Oh, okay. Actually, it was either not on there or it was like one of the lowest ones. And it's kind of funny because the host was had green fur and was kind of taking offense to it. <laughs> but the the top wait, answer wait, hang was on, hang blue. On, hang on. Uh, we need to be clear. Uh, taking offense which way? Uh, taking offense that people didn't think he was very amorous. There we go. Fair enough. That's good. <laughs> but yes, it was blue, was it? Yes. Oh, so probably delightful. just because there are a lot of blue furries. Something to learn about Aki and Milk, then. <laughs> yeah. I, I think Aki would be would get upset if you say that, but I'm not sure. Anyway. Uh, I'm trying to think if there are any other good questions for that. Uh, God, I've, for, I've forgotten so many of them now. Your reference, I've uh, found out, has been a very uh, hectic time. Um, I I remember there being so many things in a day, so long of a day. Like, you would be at the convention for more than 12 hours, and yet I'd only ever get a couple of things done. Time would bleed at your yeah. reference. Um, I've only been to uh, three Euro Friends now, one before the uh, pandemic and um, these two after it. Um, but I found that's actually fairly common. Um, you have to be very careful about your time because it will, one moment you're in the opening ceremony, the next it's, uh, Jeter is saying that it's closed again. Hmm. Yeah. Now, one thing I wanted to go to that I ended up not going to, who was uh, Uncle Kage's show. Oh, I went to I that. Remember. Yeah, I, there, he had a he had a charity one, which I believe is the one you went to, and then there was a later one, but mm-hmm. I didn't wake up in time for it. <laughs> uh, well, that was in the afternoon for us. You see, I for most of EF, I stayed up later and then collapsed until like. 11 and then then get to the <laughs> and then didn't get to the con until afternoon yes this is indeed uh part of the con experience um uh so uncle kage for those who don't know is the chairman of anthrocon and from what i hear he frequents Euroference quite a lot uh does a lot of the of charity shows there where he talks about his experiences um he describes himself as comedian. I think another word that I've heard for him has been raconteur. What about so, drunk? Uh, drunk is one he would <laughs> gleefully hold on to. Um, he yeah. has a lot of experiences uh, running conventions and being part of the fairy fandom for a good 20 years or so, which mean uh, combined with a lack of shame and gunko personality make him a wonderful uh uh person to talk about the the ins and outs of running a fur con and being a furry in the media yeah honestly hey this i have never been to a con before so this is like my first time actually encountering or hearing about him and like my first experience with him i was in the registration line and he was just like walking through with a full-on with a, a full bottle of white wine <laughs> soon to be an empty bottle of white wine yeah with a with a uh wine glass cork 
that sat on the top and so you <laughs> just drink straight out of the bottle see that's something else i've heard of uh, uncle kage he will when conventions have to uh, wait um when there are delays as they inevitably are at ferry conventions he will take upon himself to entertain I just saw him wandering around a bit. Didn't see him do any uh, freestyle entertainment in the middle of the con, but yeah. Less less uh, freestyle entertainment and more just conversing with the crowd and chatting with people. Oh, okay. and generally giving a good atmosphere around him. All right, makes sense. That's it. That was good. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, my I, I have something in mind that my brain blanks. Uh, okay, here we go. Uh, no, probably another thing I really enjoyed was the one night of karaoke. Ah, uh, yes, that was the open stage, which um, last year at the Estrell, it was uh, right by the dance floor, like right far away. This year, it was in the lobby, right like between Conops and Consec. And uh, so that's prime real estate. So you yeah. could hear bad renditions of um, popular 80s classics belted out all through yeah. the evening. Honestly, he probably the most painful parts, part of the, that particular night of karaoke was, uh, was uh, two people who were singing songs that I know and love and utterly butchering them. <laughs> because they they cho- chose no it was like a random random um uh, 80s song they didn't choose a specific song so i guess they just got ones that they didn't know very well alas so the so they were trying to sing with the music but for those but you know it wasn't actually keeping how it was supposed to be sung <laughs> uh I remember the two songs were uh, "Down Under" by Men at Work, and uh, <laughs> yeah, I I remember it was like super delayed on that one. Like the music's like a beat ahead of him. Oh dear! God, it was awful. <laughs> and oh uh, God, what was the other one? It was another song I recognized. However, it's only really the chorus I know. Uh, probably in my in my YouTube search his history because I looked it up to hear the proper song, so I could I could wash my mind of the <laughs> terrible rendition. We are being uh, it's, it's uh we, 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 are, we are painting a picture here of uh the of the karaoke which it is not wholly deserved I would say yeah yeah but it was uh, what a feeling. By Irene Cara. Yeah, is believing. Yeah, that's a that's a really good song. Really uh, emotional. Um, and, but like like, yeah. like I say, like uh, for those of you who haven't been to a con, uh, don't take this as just how it uh, always is with karaoke. You will get a lot of people who can't sing whatsoever or have chosen a random song and. Believe me, they will probably be more embarrassed than you are. But yeah. then you get some wonderful times. Uh, back oh, in my yeah. first year of um, there was somebody who went up to sing uh, 99 Red Balloons. And he was a pretty good singer. Sang all the way through the first verse. And then it hit the chorus, at which point he yanked the mic 
off <laughs> the stand and belted out the chorus from 99 Luftballons, the German version. So the, the lyrics are continuing on in English and he does the rest of the song shouting it in his native German in an amazingly energetic way. He got such a cheer afterwards. <laughs> I, I remember my uh, probably my favorite person who did karaoke was uh, a person who did an absolutely spectacular rendition of TNT by ACDC. Oh, that was good. I remember being there for that one. Yeah, this guy could compete with ACDC themselves. Oh, yeah. Uh, there he has the perfect voice for it. So much talent in the fandom. Um, but I, I would say with karaoke, um, it's if you want to do karaoke, talent is one part of it. Being able to sing is definitely a bonus. What you also want to blend that with, though, are the crowd pleasers. There was, yeah. um, so I was also at uh, Confuzzled for my second time this year. And uh, at Confuzzled, there was someone who did karaoke there. And it was um, holding up for a hero, specifically the Shrek 2 version. <laughs> now, he could sing perfectly fine. Uh, yeah. This person, he, he, he was, uh, which meant that it was an alright singer. But what excelled it was that in the instrumental bits, he would narrate what was happening in the movie <laughs> with the force of a sports commentator when the ball's approaching the goal, <laughs> and that is what it was. Why that, that was what uh, propelled it from being. A, uh, a a good song that people generally enjoyed and might clap along to to one where he got cheers and whoops at the end. So if you're if you're going to be if you're going to be doing karaoke, that's my advice. Uh, go for the ones that the crowds are gonna love. Go for the Disney songs. Go for the classics. Oh uh, God! <laughs> also, the, you you mentioned like, like a sports commentator when the ball is reaching the goal. Just just remember the thing that was like, hey, if a uh, if golf commentators and soccer commentators switch places or football, you know, for everyone <laughs> who isn't American, <laughs> and for the golf thing, and he's passing the ball, it's going towards the goal, and he sinks it. <laughs> he has scored a goal, <laughs> and then and so- soccer commentator for. <laughs> For, for golf he swings he swings he swings it's flying oh my god we haven't had a swing since that since 98 and it looks like england is gonna do well this year <laughs> oh never mind they ain't bringing it home this time <laughs> some things never change <laughs> england they invented a sport and they're the worst at it uh oh uh See, it always puts a smile on my face. Um, I, I, I know I do sound rather English. Uh, I spend a lot of my life in, in the Midlands here, but uh, I was actually born in Wales and grew up there. So you, you might hear a little bit of a brogue at some point. Uh, but with that heritage, you, you, have to, uh, you have to smile whenever you see a, a, a crying kid in English face paint. <laughs> 
Or just uh, cry when you see too nice of a you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I suppose moving on to more Zooey side, uh, what... Um, I suppose it, it sounds almost scandalous to ask, but what Zooey experiences do you most remember from, from this year of Burns? This, this convention within a convention. How do you mean? Uh, as in, um, for me, this was a convention of meeting up with a lot of other zoos. And yeah. uh, getting to know people in real life that I've only seen as Twitter profiles and uh, podcast hosts before. Like yourself. Yay. Um, what's, uh, uh, w- w- any anything that happened there that's... Uh, Stood out to you that that made you smile. That listeners, especially listeners who may not have had that experience, might like to hear and experience vicariously. Who? All right. So probably recording like the the uh, record the first recording of EF, mm-hmm. the one we were both at, just on that dock. Mm-hmm. That was that was a lovely experience. To go back and listen to part one if you haven't already. Yeah, what the fuck are you doing here in part two, you <laughs> fucking loser? You're just going to skip around? <laughs> Jesus don't, Christ. <laughs> uh, don't worry. Unlike Brass, I'm not antagonistic to the listeners. I think you're all yes. lovely people, and you can start wherever you want. Though maybe you should start at part one like a normal fucking person. Like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> I am shaming you, listener, if you have not listened to part one first. What it what is wrong with you? You see, are you, do you read the end of books first? Brass Br- Br- is going to start calling you out, start doxing you. <laughs> I bet you fucking cheered when Mufasa died, didn't you? <laughs> <Sick fuck. laughs> yes, that's a, that's a lovely experience on the dock. Um, was was great. I remember that there were the people walking past a good twenty meters away. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, they, they were kind of over some water and behind some hedges, so it, it wasn't, at least I hope not, that, I hope it wasn't within earshot. If it was, nothing happened. Um, yeah. But it was this, there was this experience throughout the convention, uh, tell me if this uh, relates to your experience, Brass, of um, having a sense of secrecy, a sense of being in the know in a good way you have yeah 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 yeah, you have this uh this is like hidden smile that you have when you meet people and you say hello this is and then a name that you know that they're not because the name that you're saying is the name that they're showing but the name that you mean and the name that they hear is the other one the one that they are secretly. And there's the knowing smile, there's there's the nod, there's the standing around in a group in a convention, all chatting and smiling and looking around and realizing that nobody else knows, but you do. <laughs> No, I don't. Th- I don't think I was having quite that experience. It was <laughs> kind of more of a man. I'm here as Brass Bulldog, and no one's tried to kill me yet. <laughs> I I do remember. Um, 
uh, when we were going around the dealer's den, you were a bit worried about that, weren't you? Yeah. I, I was worried, like, okay, so how many of these people here, if if after they meet me, decide to, oh, hey, hey, I, I remember that guy. I'm going to look up his name and then find my, <laughs> and find my profile and shit. I, I do find that uh, Brass Bulldog Furry does indeed uh, pull you up. Honestly, just searching Brass Bulldog does. Ah, <laughs> uh, you're popular. More, more so, just the fact that there's literally no one else on Earth called Brass Bulldog. <laughs> Plenty of lovely figurines, though. Oh yes, there's a lot of statues, but most of them tend to be bronze, and it annoys me. <laughs> this is cultural appropriation. Yeah, instead of instead of zinc, they use fucking tin. <laughs> Can't believe this. I mean, objectively, brass bronze out here. is more useful for things like that. However, you know, brass is cool and ductile and shinier. If you don't know your metallurgy, metallurgy. Yeah, don't worry. This this that was going to be a great joke uh, until I fucked it up. I'll try it again, shall I? If you don't know your metallurgy, metal. Okay, when it comes again, metallurgy, metallurgy. If you don't know your metallurgy, don't come here. There you go. Well, I, I, I hope I hope you all appreciated the 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 setup that joke talk. Indeed. Uh, I'm glad it was also, worth it. also now I'm just thinking of, thinking of it sounds very similar similar to saying metal orgy. <laughs> Which and I mean, as I'm, as I'm as not Robotkin, sure what to make. That, yeah. that's, that, that, that's sort of your jam, right? <laughs> You know, per- I think personally, I'd prefer a more one-on-one experience, but you know. <laughs> oh, fantastic! Uh... Um, the that the, there was a few moments during um, your reference when. So this is idea. I know it's been said before on this podcast, and it's always said in Zeus spaces how. There are a lot more zoos in furry than you think, than people admit, right? Yeah. Um, and one of the things I loved about this con was sort of a confirmation of that. I mean, when I was in the E6 game show and uh, a few of the questions were things like, um, uh, is there more feral or anthro in the fandom, I think was one. Yeah. Um, and it was feral and there was more... Um, animal penises rather than human penises i think that was uh, another question yeah um so you know there is definitely ideas there uh but specifically i remember uh meeting this feral artist i know who remain nameless of course um and you're saying hi oh i like your stuff and then he was like yeah um Oh, I'm just uh, here to say hi to Akito. And I went, oh, uh, how do you know Akito? And they said, oh, I just know them from a few chats. And I was just like, huh, okay. Oh, do you now? Good. Uh, and then uh, they went up to Akito and they went, hi, Akito. And Akito looked at their badge and went, who are you? And then they leaned in. And they whispered something into Akito's ear. And Akito went, oh, yes, it's good to meet you. 
<laughs> only in her wonderful German voice. Uh, oh, it's wonderful to meet you. Yeah, they, oh, you're good at that. Thank you. I, German is actually one of the one of the accents I don't do very well. <laughs> I okay. So, admittedly, I am a native English slash little bit of Welsh speaker, but uh, that sounds really good to me. But point being, <laughs> um, uh, there was that. Like going back to the idea of the secret smile, I saw that. I saw what was said. I saw what wasn't said. And all of a sudden it was, ah, I understand. And I now know more about this uh, this artist than I knew before. Indeed. <laughs> That's also the, the looking at who are you? It's just, it <laughs> reminds me of when we first met. Yeah, you thought I was just some random ass person who was just hanging along with milk. Yes, what happened with there is that um, uh, I was hanging out with uh, a few people. I think that Taro was there and Vex was there, yeah. and um, I, I knew that uh, Hito and Milk were around. And eventually, uh, they came in in their suits, and then people had uh, been coming and going all along. People had just come up and randomly just started asking what my persona was because that was a that's great icebreaker at a furry convention. Um, so conversation is free and people are coming and going. So when Akito and Milk show up in fursuits and someone else is uh, there too, I was like, oh, uh, I haven't yet looked at them. So I'm just going to assume they are a random person. <laughs> which um, continued for about two minutes until I was just like standing there enjoying watching Percy uh, shenanigans. And I glance over at this person and I see Brass Bulldog on their, uh, on their lanyard. I'm like, oh, oh, <laughs> holy shit. I've been standing for a celebrity this entire time. It's made all the better by the fact that Aki is more popular and you got more <laughs> starstruck by me. What the fuck? <laughs> I was starstruck by several people. Um, I mean, you and Aki, uh, Taro was there as well. Milk is such a fourth, like one of, um, I think one of like the, the premier zoo artists out there, at least the uh, the open ones. Yeah. Um, she actually helped design the uh, the diagonal for for uh, pointed star flag oh did she yeah she did she, she was part of like a group who who designed it but yeah she oh, that's lovely cool. it that is my favorite flag um so it was it was a convention of being a bit starstruck seeing all these big names in the fandom um too bad toggle couldn't be there pardon too bad Toggle couldn't be there. Yes, Toggle. Uh, that's a, a name that has been whispered and shouted and uh, seen across many Twitter posts. Uh, one day I hope to meet the, the lovely fellow. Yeah, me too. I, I, I heard something that that he might be there next year. I And I hope I'm also going to be able to be there next year, but we will see. I hope so too. Um, I'm I'm hoping that Euroference can be a a frequent thing for me. We will make it the premier Zoocon. <laughs> so um, I suppose we've gone on for a good thirty-seven minutes now. Uh, and yeah. any other grand moments that you want to be uh, talking about from the convention? Actually, ju just gonna share one. It was uh, 
this wasn't even at the convention it was itself. You were there, I believe. Here for for like there were technically two concerts this year, but I don't think either of them made it onto recording, which is sad. Mm-hmm. But yeah, for the one that was just at Cookie and Connie's van, and all, mm. we were all sitting around and singing music. So, I tried wh- potato bread. the te- The texture, <laughs> the texture was bad, but it tasted good. But which, so I'm I'm sad that I wasn't able to eat it because of the texture. Uh. But you know. I, I want you all to imagine uh, this scene. Um, it was sort of mid to late afternoon um, with the sun just sort of starting to go down with like this lovely orange glow on the horizon. We'd walked uh, about uh, 50 minutes away from the convention center. Um, there is in, an old World War II flak tower in, in the background. In the, sh- in the shadow of a giant flak tower turned apartments. Um, oh, are they apartments? Uh, it looked like apartments, something like I mean, that. I saw a lot of greenery on top, but I wasn't entirely sure what they had turned it into. N- looked pretty high in condo- uh, condos to me, but uh, uh, I suppose uh, sleuths can find out where, where this was. Yeah. Um, but uh, there, just by the side of the road, uh, Connie and Zipwalk uh, had parked their van. It's it's Connie and Cookie, but so Zipwalk was there. Connie and Cookie um, uh, had parked their van and had spread out this little um, blanket on the pavement and scattered around a bunch of badges uh, that we could all uh, take from. And they made a sauerkraut and they got us potato grapes. And we sat there for oh, probably about two hours or so. Um, yeah. Just this group of us, um, we got serenaded by some songs by the lovely Shiv. I missed the I missed a thing I was wanting to go to, but oh well. <laughs> uh, same here. Um, but I can't uh, even remember what it was now. But but it was it was worth it because it was yeah. a fantastic moment of sitting there listening to uh, astronauts and in June and such. Yeah, uh, being played out over the, the Hamburg streets, and and you know, the, I remember one time, time during it, there was like a couple who had been driving through the area and then just kind of stopped with the windows down to listen for a bit. <laughs> you have to wonder uh, how much are they picking? Are they picking up the lyrics? <laughs> well, that's that's curious because. Listening to a lot of Shiv's songs, I wonder how many of them will be seen as Zooey. For example, in June and Sheep Shagger Blues, they are fairly Zooey. In June, yeah. I think, can't be interpreted as anything else. Sheep Shagger Blues... Um, Definitely, yes. <laughs> uh, well, with, with a name like that, I'm wondering if it would be in, seen as more of a joke. Um, astronaut uh, can certainly be uh, read as furry. Rather than Zooey. Yeah. Or just uh, Welsh. <laughs> sorry, I'm, I'm, <laughs> since you brought it up, I am just, I, I am sorry, I'm going to play the stereotype as much as I can now. I, oh, 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 listen, listen, I am a Welsh zoo, so yeah. the, the it, jokes it have fits. been made many times before and many times afterwards. And at some point, you just have to enjoy them. Yeah. Also, I do. I I very much could tell the story of how it of how Wales got the reputation for it. 
well, I, I believe I know this one, but uh, please go ahead for our listeners. All right. I have, I'm like 50% sure I've shared this on the podcast before. But basically, <laughs> but basically what had been happening is at one point in history, Welsh farmers kept stealing English sheep and the English were getting really fucking pissed about it. So they so they made it so that stealing sheep was a death penalty or punishable by the death penalty. So whenever the Welsh Welsh uh, sheep thieves were caught, they said, "Oh no, I'm not here to steal the sheep. I'm here to fuck them." Cuz then they went then they just get, you know, a few years in prison instead of killed. <laughs> So, you know, admitting to the lesser crime in this case. I, I, I'm just imagining the one zoo in that prison going, wait, you guys were stealing them? Yeah. <laughs> what What's she in for? Oh, I, I I was trying to steal a sheep, but no, I, I said I was fucking him to, to get the sentence down. Wait, wait, you guys had ulterior motives? Y- yes, yes. Oops. I was also trying to uh, yeah, steal definitely. her. <laughs> it's just like... <laughs> what are you what what you in for uh fucking a sheep yo me too <laughs> oh you were also stealing them no wait what <laughs> <laughs> ah this is i i almost i can also see a story idea in that a fun little yeah. short um but uh going back to the original point yeah there's a lot of shiv songs which um i feel like could just be generally seen as furry uh maybe maybe that can be a way to uh taste out uh zoos if you kind of show them this song and you go oh i like this song and uh see if they recognize it or see if they vibe with it i have thought about how to uh, humming howling at the moon as like <laughs> a way to who uh test people or identify each other hmm <laughs> It just, just like you'll just be sitting out, sitting at a bench or something. You're planning to meet with someone, but you know, trying to keep it covert. So just, in order for this to work, uh, you got to have people who, of course, know um, a lot of these songs. I mean, uh, it is so one of the most popular songs there is. In, in the indeed. Uh, so. Uh, my point being that uh, listening to Shiv songs and showing them around is therefore zoo activism. True, true. So uh, do your part today. Um, also, also, I'm sad that we didn't get to do a rendition of Howling at the Moon at either of the concerts. Alas, well, uh, that can be something for next year, friends. Um, yeah. Do we have an anecdote time to do? I'm Actually, not entirely sure since this is like a second half to an episode, but you know what? We can. Yeah, go on. Do an anecdote. All right. My flight home from EF was fucking hell. It was terrible. I hated it. (laughs) So what happened is my flight initially, you know, I I go, go to the airport for my flight home home but you know the fr- i have a first stop is a layover in amsterdam mm-hmm. but i guess there was bad weather or something in amsterdam because they completely canceled the flight as soon as i was checking in my bags and uh the earliest flight they could get the the flight that would get me the home the soonest was instead a flight that started 
eight hours later that Oof. went to Paris. Yikes. Paris Charles and, de Gaulle? Sorry? Paris Charles de Gaulle? Yep. Uh, I'm not aware of any other airports in Paris. Uh, from what I'm aware of, Charles de Gaulle has a reputation. Oh, does it? Mm-hmm. What's the reputation for? Uh, apparently, it's just a terrible airport. I mean, it wasn't. It was a bit labyrinthian, but what? Not as not nearly as bad as Dublin. Uh, all right. So, what? So it's this continual experience of that made Charles de Gaulle Airport uh, positively okay. Okay. So when I so during this entire thing, you know, oh, while waiting to get to Charles de Gaulle, and before any, and at no time before did I get. Okay, so basically, the airline is supposed to give you accommodations if you ever have an overnight stay anywhere because of a uh, delay or something. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was not given anything for for accommodations before I got there. So I was figuring I'm just going to have to spend the entire night in the airport terminal. So, but when I landed... I didn't really know where to go, so I just picked a direction and started walking. <laughs> it felt like I was going through like the underbelly of of a fucking stadium or something, just concrete <laughs> halls and shit. And eventually, I cut someone across some random staff person, like, "Hey, can you help?" And I explained the situation. I was like, you got no accommodations? No, no, I've got nothing. They should have given it. I didn't. They didn't. <laughs> okay, I'll get I get you to the. Uh, to a customer service and you know oh, walk back the direction I came from f- and get to customer service finally spend like 10 minutes while they they kind of bicker about what to do before they finally give me a voucher for a hotel hell like hey gay box of like food <laughs> which I, I recall contained like a box of applesauce that you drank with a straw <laughs> it was it was weird and oh, also, yeah. like, there's also a cardboard bottle of water, which I had never seen before. Hmm. Yeah, it's supposed to be like biodegradable container. Well, they, that's good for the environment. Yeah. But they also gave me a plastic bottle of water on top of that. Bad for the environment. Yep. <laughs> so, and I actually got put up in a pretty trendy hotel. Oh, like the front, like the front desk of the hotel was also the back of the bar. Ooh! So I walked, I completely walked past it at first because I didn't realize it was the desk. But, but yeah, got got to my room, got spent the night in Paris, didn't do any sightseeing. But you know, I saw the Eiffel Tower from the sky. I'm, I'm imagining, you know, the robot dog leaning back in the chair cradling a glass of brandy looking out across the light of the Eiffel Tower nowhere n- nowhere near I was on the ground floor her her tiredly drinking a bottle of water and just like oh god damn it I gotta get up in like six hours <laughs> <laughs> so then I you know I get up the next morning hang and go back into the airport so that I can and, uh, travel home and uh <laughs> Actually, I will say this about Charles de Gaulle Airport. It has probably the best waiting accommodations of any airport I've ever been in. Mm-hmm. 
there are outlets for every seat. Oh, that is wonderful. Yeah, but every other airport I'm in, I'm fucking searching for outlets all over the place and can never find any that are you know aren't already being used because there's so few of them. But yeah, Charles de Gaulle, there are so many outlets; it's insane. And not only that, that uh, I, I I didn't actually notice until I was about to leave, but there was they actually had like PlayStation fives you could play on. Jesus. Yeah, there was just kind. Of, Kind of like those those stands they used to have in stores where you could try out games. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I honestly, if every airport had had that type of terminal, I would love flying a whole lot more. <laughs> <laughs> so you you eventually get your flight. Uh, yes, and that but I have one more layover before I finally get to my oh. final destination. And which is a larger city in my home state. So, event, do you make it back over the pond? Yeah, I make it over the ocean. Yeah, I didn't crash. <laughs> uh, but uh, spoilers. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I finally get over the ocean. I watched four movies. <laughs> is and yeah, land in in a bigger city in my state before flying to a smaller city closer to my home. Home, but uh, there was a grand total of four hours of delay. Oh, so I'm like, okay. A- after you know, I get get to my terminal, find out that it's delayed for this long. I'm like, yeah, I I don't want to wait this long. So I instead go to a help desk and like, hey, is there a there were fl- any earlier flights that could take to like a couple of select locations that it would be roughly the same distance from my home? And like, oh yeah, there's this one here that leaves in uh, that leaves in an hour. Like, oh yeah, perfect. Oh, but but first you gotta go over to your initial gate and make sure that they can get your bags transferred. Wait, what? Yeah, you gotta do that. Uh, okay, so you know, I go, I go do that, and like, what are you talking about? That we get, I get to the gate, and they're like, what are you talking about? We don't do that. The help desk does. Oh. So I travel all the way back. Also, keep in mind, like, these are on exact opposite ends of the terminal. An, an hour seems like a long time until all of a sudden you have something like yeah. this to do. And then and then get to the help desk again. There's a different. There's a new person there who is much more helpful. And like, oh, yeah, yeah, the, the bags are there. Don't worry. So I get to the gate. Gates and you know they're boarding at this point. So I'm like, okay, I pull I pull up my app. Have it was a Delta flight, so pull up the Delta app, and the ticket isn't loading. Oh. So I asked them like, hey, can you just quick, real quick, print me a ticket? Like, sure, sure, I can I can help you, but first let me get get all these other people boarded, and I can help you. Mm-hmm. So everyone else boards, then they start trying to help me, and they end up having to call in a red shirt, which are basically the higher ups, so that they could get pro- get me properly helped. Mm-hmm. By the time he they finally arrived, I had, uh, the flight left. The flight was departing in one minute, and they didn't have enough time for time to get my print my uh, ticket sorted because it wasn't issued correctly. Oh. So I get put back onto my original very delayed flight. So I finally get home like a a day and a half later than I was supposed to. Mm -hmm. 
And I find out that, well, I didn't get on the flight. Your bags? That, that earlier flight. My bags certainly did. Oh. So I was, so I had to leave the next morning to grab my bags. Eggs from the other airport. Ah. Uh. I How? I was I was who is holding back sobs at this point in the night. I can't believe you. How how did how did the sweet kiss of your bed feel after all that? Uh, like sweet relief. <laughs> <clears throat> what we can all hope. I, there are times in our life when you don't realize how much you need on a deep spiritual level the touch of your pillows <laughs> and the kiss of your dogs yeah but uh, yeah but well, then what was i gonna say it was it was relating to this fuck <laughs> my apologies for interrupting uh... <laughs> i hate it when this happens you got your bags back sorry did you get your bags back in the end yeah, yes, I did. I, I had to get them the next day, hey, which was a bit annoying, but oh well. <laughs> it wasn't that far of a drive, like an hour yeah. both ways. Well, you got back home, yeah. and at least this happened on the tail end and not on the first end, so you didn't yeah. miss any of the convention. Although, like, my two flights were, ex- my, my flight to EF and my flight from EF were exact opposite experiences. Because <laughs> my flight to EF, everything went perfectly. Mm-hmm. Like, on on every flight I had, I the pre- people who were sitting, supposed to sit next to me just didn't show. Oh, beautiful. So you had the whole road to yourself. Yeah, and it was amazing. <laughs> That's although great. the Although the... Uh, the uh, screen on my Adla- my transatlantic flight was a bit dim. Mm. It was very hard to see. <laughs> so I, so yeah, I, 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 I brought it up in a previous thing. I think it was the the EF episode, the first one, and I brought up that I watched uh, Dungeons and Dragons: Honor Amongst Thieves. Such well, I certainly movie. did try to watch it, but in all honesty, it was really hard to see in some scenes. Yeah, there are some dark scenes, especially in the Underdark. Yeah, but oh well. Mm-hmm. I can watch it again some other time. Anyway, my 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 anecdote has been going for like sixteen <laughs> minutes, so you're up. Um, my anecdote is uh, a lot shorter. Um. So, and it is relating to EF. Um, one of my favorite moments on uh, from EF was when it was actually at that karaoke. And I was just sitting around and I had somebody kneel down next to me um, and say that, oh, yeah, um, uh, hi, I'm such a person. Um, Name told me to come say hi. Name being the uh, sort of incognito name of one of our uh, fellow friends, if you know what I mean. Yeah. And uh, I said, oh, name said so. And he went with a big smile. Yeah, I'm I'm one of you. And big smile on my face. Oh, well, wonderful. You know, 
shake his hand and everything like that. We we generally chat about the convention. As I'm there, I slip my hand into my pocket and I pull out a sticker, a certain Zooey sticker that I have. And I slip, I I, I palm it. And, um, you know, 30 seconds later, which is just a a general small chat, um, I say, well, it was lovely meeting you. And I go shake his hand and he shakes my hand. And he, we're looking into each other's eyes the entire time. And I swear, he doesn't blink. He doesn't miss a beat. He palms the sticker himself. He straightens up. He slides into his pocket without looking away from my eyes and says goodbye. (laughs) It was the smoothest motherfucking experience I've ever had (laughs) with that. It was golden. Uh. That 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 is just like covert, <laughs> like stealth one hundred. Indeed, indeed. Well, uh, as we're coming up to the hour, perhaps it is uh, time for us to sign off, right? Yeah, this is supposed to be the second part of an episode, but we've got an entire <laughs> episode out here, so it'll just be extra long. Indeed, I hope you all have enjoyed this episode. Uh, if you were at Euroference and you weren't aware of all this stuff going down, then I hope you had a wonderful time. And, uh, you know, maybe get in contact with uh, Brass or Aki if you feel comfortable enough. Um, they They are lovely people. And seeing more friends at Eurofront, getting to spend time and getting to see the community is, uh, it's it's a very special thing. Yes. I, so yeah, I think this is the end of the episode then. So, right. so long, fare you well. I hope you all have. A wonderful time wherever you are. Okay, sure... Wait, wait. Can you can you use your poetic speech to say goodbye? I I indeed shall. Whether whether the sun is high in the midday, whether you are listening to this on rickety public transport in the evening on your way home, whether you are drawing or driving or maybe just lying in bed. I hope wherever you are. You have a lovely time, a wonderful rest of your day, and you remember to love yourself. Beautiful. Bye!